Predictions are dangerous. We absolutely need more inventory. The Fed doesn't actually have a lot of tools to regulate inflation. That cash has dried up. Wow, is my first thought, Bruce. If both parties don't win, it doesn't happen. The Real Look. Trending News. Good morning. Today is Wednesday, January 25th, and I'm your host, Chase Williams, and this is the news you need to know. Well, folks, the first story we're going to talk about today is more of the same, if you will, and unfortunately, that's in regards to some layoffs and some cuts. According to Real Trends, Anywhere Real Estate, which of course was Reology that rebranded to Anywhere, in case you missed that, Brokerage conglomerate Anywhere Real Estate enacted a major force reduction on Monday, the latest big cut made in the last six months. In an 8K report filed with the Securities and Exchange Commission, Anywhere said the layoff was driven by worsening trends in the housing market. We've heard that, haven't we? And while the exact number of workers laid off wasn't disclosed, Anywhere Real Estate said that the company's overall workforce has been reduced by 11% since June 30th of 2022, 11%. So obviously, this is never good news. It's certainly not good news for those folks and individuals that were laid off. And of course, the leadership was really gracious in how they spoke about those people, what they're doing in terms of severance and placement and other jobs potentially. But this is the reality of what they described as worsening trends in the housing market. And we've seen that in a lot of markets as we've gone into this shift in the industry. Some of the numbers that Anywhere shared was unit count was down 41% in December compared with last December. Now that's on the heels of being down 35% in November and 26% in October. So those number of units that they're seeing had to continue to decline pretty dramatically up to 41% down December over December. And this is one of the levers that they have for cutting expenses in a market like that. We talk often on this program about this idea of it being really hard to cut expenses at the same rate that your revenue can fall. And when your revenue based on units falls 41% year over year, December compared to December, you have some really tough decisions to make. And unfortunately, a lot of times those decisions are in layoffs. So it'll be interesting to see if that's going to be enough layoffs to get them where they need to be. We also know that Anywhere is considering other drastic options, right? They disclosed back in Q3 that they're actually evaluating their agent commission splits and the structure around that for potential cost savings. That means they're evaluating if keeping more of the percentage of commission for the company would be an opportunity for them to save cost. And I think I'm on record on this program saying that that is a very, very risky move considering the power that the agent has in the industry. But nonetheless, they're considering it. So I think you have to put all options on the table. Not sure that that's one that you should put on the table, but they certainly have, and they're talking about that. So we'll continue to see what happens with some of these cuts in the industry as the environment around unit count in the industry in a shift continues to cause some of these decisions need to be made. Second story today, and I'm a little bummed to have to report on this story without my cohort, Bruce Hardy, who happens to be on vacation, because I know he would love, 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 love this story. And it's about a really big acquisition in the prop tech world, in the technology world. Inside Real Estate acquires industry competitor Boomtown. And this is as reported by Inman News. And what could be described as the most significant prop tech acquisition since Zillow purchased Showing Time, 
The resulting company will boast 700 employees and a massive range of customers. So this is kind of a big story here, as you might imagine. The company Inside Real Estate, which is based out of Salt Lake City, has acquired Boomtown, which is based out of Charleston, South Carolina. They both have really well-known technology that a lot of real estate agents and brokerages use. So Inside Real Estate is known for KV Core. And then, of course, Boomtown as a standalone company has been in the, the game for quite some time and is considered you know, best in class by a lot of users. And so these two coming together is actually a big deal, in my opinion. And some of the things that they shared in the story, both of the founders and CEOs. So you've got Joe Skalzen, who's the CEO and founder of IRE, Inside Real Estate. And you've got Greer Allen, who's the co-founder and CEO of Boomtown. They talked a lot about this idea of clients for life from basically first click on the internet all the way through closing and then into multiple transactions over the life of that client and referrals. We all think a lot about those things inside of real estate. And it goes back to this idea of end-to-end consumer experience, right? And you might call that a client for life from when they first start searching on the internet until the end of time, theoretically, right? And they feel like these two technology companies together can really help produce that and add that value to the clients that they serve, real estate agents and brokerages. And while KV Core for quite some time now has been actually white labeling their technology for a lot of brokerage accounts, I think they'll probably continue to do that along with the newfound horsepower of Boomtown. We'll see how all of that comes together. Obviously, they'll have some decisions to make because there's going to be a certain level of redundancy that exists in those two pieces of technology, Boomtown and KV Core, kind of coming together. You also see this stark contrast of decision-making around real estate in the industry, especially with brokerages. You have brokerages that are deciding to go get some technology off the shelf. By the way, good technology like KV Core, Boomtown, and white labeling it for use in their brokerage and for the agents that would choose it. And then you have other brokerages like Redfin, for example, Keller Williams would be another, where we've decided to own our technology. So instead of renting it from someone like these two companies, we've said, hey, we're actually going to own ours. We're going to build it, improve upon it. And we hope to create something equally valuable, at least, if not better, that our agents can choose to use. It gives us the opportunity to protect data and other things like that. But you can see kind of what's forming as these two options, rent it and use someone else's that considers themselves as a technology company or almost become a technology company yourself and build and own your own technology. So big move inside of the prop tech world in real estate, and we'll see kind of how this plays out for both companies, but it's certainly a splash in the industry. The third story I want to talk about today is in regards to our real estate inventory. And this is something that we've been watching pretty closely for quite some time now. And it turns out that we have fallen back under a million total homes in inventory nationally. And actually the number is 970,000 or down to. Now, when I say down to, that's actually 13.4% lower than the inventory we had in December. So at 970,000 available units, it's 13.4% less than we had in December. However, it's a 10.2% increase from last January. So year over year numbers, the inventory's actually gone up 10.2% even after falling just over the course of last month. That represents about 2.9 months 
of inventory. So if no other homes came on the market, those 970,000 would sell out in 2.9 months based on the current rate of sales. And that's also up slightly from a year ago, January. Now, it's not up significantly. What do I mean by that? We would still consider 2.9 months of inventory technically a seller's market. There's not a lot of options for buyers in terms of inventory. And that's one of the things that they continue to struggle with alongside of increased mortgage rates over the last year. So they've got not a lot of inventory, increased mortgage rates. It's still a challenging time to be a buyer, but we'll continue to watch those numbers. There has been some movement in those numbers upward, as you can see year over year. So inventory is built a little bit. Days on market has actually gone up slightly to about 26 days on market and inventory still just shy of three months at 2.9 would still indicate that technically we're in a seller's market. So we're going to keep watching that. We know that buyers and sellers tend to transact for reasons much more powerful than just what's happening with interest rates. But as professionals, we want to be aware of what's happening in not only the national market, more importantly, as Bruce always reminds us, the local market, because that's where you're operating, and then what that means for your buyers, what that means for your sellers, and how regardless of what's happening, they can make good decisions based on their specific needs. Well, folks, that's the news you need to know. We'll catch up with you on Friday for our next Northern Lights episode, where we'll interview Joe Platts with Keller Williams Realty Everett. Thanks again for tuning in with us on The Real Look. This podcast is produced by Marissa Frost. Visit kwnwr.com to access the show notes from today's episode. Head over to Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts to subscribe to The Real Look. And don't forget to leave us a review. Thanks again for listening. We'll be back next week with a breakdown of all things real estate.